Welcome to In Asia. I'm John Rieger. And I'm Tracy Yang. Our story this week might better be called a saga. It's the saga of Bangladesh's leather sector, one of the country's oldest industries and a vital source of national export earnings. At the heart of the industry is leather tanning. It's dirty, laborious, and polluting. Things that export customers have started to worry about. So, after a two-decade campaign, the Bangladesh government completed the monumental task of moving the country's tanneries from a polluted industrial site in Dhaka to a new manufacturing district in Savar. Hopes were high for a fresh start. And that's where we take up the tale. Here with us now to talk about Bangladesh's troubled tanneries is Sadat Shibli, Director of Programs for the Asia Foundation in Bangladesh. He joins us from Dhaka via the internet, something we're all getting used to these days. Shibli, welcome. Can you can you hear us okay? Yeah. Hi, John. Hi, Tracy. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. So, Shibli, why did those tanneries have to move? Well, you know, during the early 60s, the leather sector started blooming in Hajaribagh, Dhaka. And the untreated waters and the chemicals were dumped in the river Buriganga, making it severely polluted. And this river was the, was the drinking water source? Uh, no, not the drinking water source, but it's a groundwater source. Uh, but it became severely polluted and all the it killed almost all the aquatic life, life forms there. And it started spreading diseases among the workers and the communities, uh, those uh, who are living around the river and in around the, surrounding the tannery industries. So at that time, uh, they all came up with a plan to uh, mo- relocate the industry, to move it outside Dhaka. Then there is this, uh, this another reason uh, that I said that to raise the standard of the manufacturers uh, of the tanneries and making the uh, industry compatible uh, for European and U.S. markets. So these are the basically two, big, uh, two main reasons why the tanneries have to move from Dhaka. So Bangladesh has been criticized in the past for its working conditions, particularly after the notorious Rana Plaza collapse that killed more than 1,100 garment workers in 2013. Uh, What's it like to be a worker in one of these tanneries? Being a tannery worker in Bangladesh is pretty hard now. So if you were a tannery worker, you were probably going to work in an unsafe working environment and an exploitive environment as well. Most of the workers and many of the supervisors do not have any knowledge about occupational safety and health in their workplace. They do not have access to personal protective equipment, I mean PPE, uh, because um, the owners are supposed to give it, provide uh, these to the workers, but most of the owners do not do that. At the same time, there are almost 200 types of chemicals are being used in the, in the tanneries, and almost all of them are harmful. So there are like a lot of accidents happening where uh, due to these chemical burns and other sort of inhalation and and also another issue is that the most of the workers do not have like job agreements or contracts, so they can easily be terminated from their jobs. So the picture you paint is one of a highly polluting industry with workers that are both exploited and endangered on the job. And this was before the move. And these problems were also getting to be bad for business, right? How, how was the move supposed to fix things? Well, of course it is uh, bad for the business. You know, the, there is a global so, a slogan now that no compliant, no business. You can't get into European and U.S. markets without uh, getting LWG certification provided by the leather working group. Uh, so without the LWG certification, leather cannot be exported to European and U.S. markets. So business was really bad. So 
this move was trying to make the industry compliant so that export can increase basically so for all the tannery industries there will be a central effluent treatment plant we call it uh, ctp and also the move was uh, to ensure that acceptable working conditions were also introduced for the workers so there was a lot of new pollution control equipment and there were going to be uh, new labor standards and practices in the factories how has that worked out so far? Well, unfortunately, it hasn't worked out at all. The problem was the design of the industrial estate was not complete at that time. The CATP that was installed, it was supposed to treat 30,000 cubic meters of liquid effluents daily. But during the peak season, the amount of effluent rises up to 50,000 cubic meters. And so it overflows. So the CATP cannot basically treat all the liquids that come out. So what happened is that untreated water then were flushed to the adjacent river Dholeshuri and we started polluting the river again. So we relocated the whole industry to save river Buriganga, but uh, it was relocated to Savar and it just started polluting another river. So here the problem is that by the bank of the rivers, there are like agricultural lands so the water got so much polluted that they cannot irrigate uh, through the river water. So it didn't help at all. It sounds like a little bit of a train wreck, in fact. Uh, yeah. And also, you know, like the other environmental checkups that were supposed to be installed, like the water treatment plant, sludge treatment plants, they were not installed yet. Till now, they were not installed. They have like dug up open pits and they just dumped the solid waste there. Even we have heard while we are talking with some of the community members, we have heard that people do not want to marry their sons in these villages because of the smell and everything. So there is like a social impact as well. So with the continued pollution and problems facing workers in the community around the industrial tanneries, how has the Asia Foundation gotten involved? So the Asia Foundations, uh, the Asia Foundation in Bangladesh is now implementing a program that is known as promoting decent work and acceptable working condition in the tanneries in Bangladesh. So uh, through the program, what we are trying to do is we are trying to address uh, two specific points. One is to increase the knowledge of the workers and the supervisors on occupational health and safety issues, labor rights and uh, labor, other labor issues. The other component is where we are trying to build a platform where we want all the parties who are involved in the tannery industry to come together to discuss about the problems that are being uh, faced by all the sectors. As a development partner in this sector, we are not only focusing on the workers' issues, but we are also trying to understand what are the limitations and the challenges of the owners as well. So what's your utopian vision for Bangladesh's tanning industry? Wow, uh, that's a very uh, good question, but I would say a difficult question to answer, basically. For the workers, I would say decent work and acceptable working conditions. That is number one. And tanneries will be compliant, free of pollutions. LWG certifications, like I said uh, earlier, are insured for all the tanneries and with an export market to European and US markets are being insured at the utopian, you know, uh, utopian future of Bangladesh tannery industry. Sadat Shibli, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. I, I was really uh, pleased to join and it was really nice talking to you guys.
Thank you. And that's all for this edition of In Asia. For more on this subject, please take a look at Shibley's fascinating essay about Bangladesh's troubled tanneries in this edition of the In Asia blog. Until next time, I'm John Rieger. And I'm Tracy Ng. Thanks for listening.